Video Gamer Podcast number 488, uh, as you may well have guessed, given mm-hmm. that last week was 487. I'm joined yeah. by uh, Richmond Walker. He's that voice that you hear agreeing with little various yeah. noises, which I appreciate. I agree that that number comes after the number prior. I can't remember the Excellent. numbers you said. Well, that's official, that's official confirmation right there, yeah. so yeah. don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. Um, lot of stuff to report on this week. Uh, first of all, uh, how have you been? Have you got anything to report on Snackwatch? Um, I'm all right. Uh, have I got anything to report on Snackwatch? Well, I found that Toblerone in Sainsbury's. You did! And I sent you a photo, and you were like, you did, did you buy it? I'm like, of course I didn't buy it. I didn't not really vegan. think. <laughs> well, actually, a number of things happened when you sent me that photograph. The photograph came pretty soon after you told me you were sorting some shit out in your house. So yeah. I was like, has he found a Toblerone at the back of some nutty cupboard? No, no, but no. then I realised, I looked at the sort of the outside of the photo and I was like wait mm. a minute those are the aisles of a supermarket he means yeah. he found it in a supermarket the, and well, then, part of the sorting yeah. was going and getting baskets for storage and that involved going <laughs> to our local Sainsbury's right. and we ended up going a bit mad and I saw the they had this big Christmas aisle Ooh, and they had this deadly. it's a, like a honey and caramel chocolate Toblerone <laughs> and I was like Josh will be all over that so I sent you I'd a picture I'd go nutty on that I really want it uh, in fact I looked in, but couldn't see it in my uh, Tesco so I'm quite annoyed about that well Tesco uh, again I'm going to wear my grievances with Tesco I've done it before mm. and they need to listen mm-hmm. get more vegan chocolate in Tesco for fuck's sake you don't but also stop. that Toblerone I mean that, that presumably was not vegan that, very no, much well know, it wasn't but, but yeah well but, get that Toblerone in get that starters in there. Josh yeah, wants yeah, it yeah, yeah, alright yeah, yeah, sort yeah, him yeah, out yeah. Get bloody Cadbury's plant bars in, will you, for Christ's sake. I thought also, they did, did they not do that? No, I thought they were... No. Never? No, uh. no, no. A Cadbury's product line, they don't sell. That's stupid. <laughs> no. But yeah. also, there were um, dark chocolate biscuits, their own brand that I used to like. And I used to oh, buy like, right. six packets at a time. Gone. <laughs> Just don't do them anymore. Mm. Decided they've pulled them. Six packet, that's oh, all Oh, you like them, did you, Rich? Oh. You like those? Well, you can fuck <laughs> off, mate. You're not having them anymore. <laughs> They got a little vendetta against you, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I have to say, I get that with my uh, my local off-license. Whenever I have, like, an obsession with something, I, I think she tries to, like, fuck with me because she'll, like, not restock it because I'll rinse them out and, like, it's they like won't It's like Homer and the Ribwidge. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm always chasing the dragon of, like, lost yeah. promise when it comes to chocolate. Yeah, that's um, not right. Actually, speaking of which, we had some uh, some correspondence on some um, on some chocolate, but we'll 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 get to that in a bit. I got oh, something fairly fairly big to report. I sent you a, a, a couple of updates the other day. Um, mm-hmm. First of which is uh, you see pot noodler doing pasta. Yeah, you sent me that. Uh, that yeah. can't taste good. Do you know what? Right. Of all of those, because I've had a few of those things, uh, you know, what you call it, you know, mug shot, where it's like you put the soup in the mug and it's uh, a little bit, yeah. little bits of pasta in there. And they're always rubbish, right? I mean, have mm. you, if you, you've tried those, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've had the um, equivalent naff. cup of soup yeah. and cup yeah, of soup. So yeah, That's the classic, and, exactly. And I think mm. I've had even some random pasta version of what this thing is. Well, mm. the story here is, but what you know, for anyone listening, I think it's called. It's simply called pot pasta, which is quite funny because <laughs> see what they've done. <laughs> see what? Yeah, no, no nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they're not fucking around. But you know what? They've only gone and nailed it. Leave it up to them to get it really? right. Yeah, it's what actually flavor the, was it you sent? It was like carbonara, wasn't it? Creamy carbonara, it was, mm. and uh, and it was in the green thing. And I actually accidentally picked it up at first, thinking it was a chicken and mushroom pot noodle, classic. But no, no. And I looked at the pot, did a little double take. I thought, bloody hell, they've actually branched out here. <laughs> so, 
And the thing is, they've actually nailed it for once. It's the first time I've ever done one of those kettle pasta jobbers. Mm. And it was like, you trust the folks at Pot Noodle to finally get this right. Like, it actually just tasted quite good for what it was. Oh. It was it was a, a satisfying, uh, nice carbonara. Um, maybe I'll partake. Have a little look. And also, mm. you know, the other thing is that you, it doesn't look like you get very much, but pasta expands way more than noodles. Yeah. So, actually, it was like, oh, but, but yeah, bugger me, that was mad. And, and I was quite, quite full up after one. So, I feel like in my student days, I used to eat, maybe, I feel like I, I remember a really cheesy, chunky sort of macaroni cheese <laughs> pot thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I can't remember all it was, but no, I, I remember I, liking I, it. Definitely, I've had that. I've had that. Mm. Can't remember the brand. They still exist. Definitely. Don't yeah. know if Pot Noodle, if Pot Noodle want to do, and then I'm on their side. But yeah, check out the Pot Pasta, the King Pot, of course. Um, well, I helped. Um, I helped Pot Noodle out this week as well. While I was oh, at yeah. that on that supermarket visit, there was a girl who's trying to get uh, chicken and mushroom pot noodles, King ones, <laughs> but they're on the top shelf. I, I got them down for her. So oh, you're that's welcome, good. Pot that's a good deed. That's two yeah. pots sold, right? That's two that pot. wouldn't have been sold otherwise. Yeah, two pot shakur. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so, well done. Um, You've done your good deed there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That is so. good. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm a big fan of the pot of the, of, of, of well of potted food in general. Um, yeah, but yeah, you can't but go yeah. wrong. Pot pasta, yes, please. Well, um, I always feel vaguely dissatisfied after a pot noodle. I enjoy it so while I'm eating I. it, and then yeah. once it's finished, I'm like. Ugh. Yeah, I know. And you know what has happened these days? And it's happened with qu- quite a few things, actually. Um, the king pot is actually just normal. And actually, when I get when I see a normal-sized, quote-unquote, normal-sized pot noodle, mm. I just say, get that thing out of my face. That's it's pathetic. Too small. Yeah, yeah, too small. I'm not having that. At mental. Like, the king pot is just standard for me you now. You should have, like, a mega king that's like a bucket. <laughs> 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 yeah, super so you could sink your head into it. The <laughs> king pot, no- uh, pot yeah. noodle super kings. Yeah, yeah. They, should, yeah. they should. They actually. Do you know what? That'd be brilliant. That I'd be up for that. And what was the, what was the other thing? It was oh, crisps are the same. What they now call grab bags mm. are just what I like. Growing up, just wasn't nor- like normal packets of crisps now. Yeah. Are pathetic. Like you open it, and like one third of the bag was full, and the rest of it's just air. You know. Yeah, I blame Brexit. For all this uh, yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all... Yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. All the crisps have gone woke now. Yeah. So that's... Yeah. So we hate all that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what it r- is. Like, yeah. Bloody yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, what was I going to say to you? I was going to say something... Um, I should really take more No, It's not... It's not the most professional podcast out there, but I'd well, say ours. generally we get, me, the, we get the... We get the... This is the most professional podcast out there. Doesn't get more professional than this. It's well, we fill them in on the important stuff. Let's put yeah. it like that. We fill people, them in on the people. Yeah. You know, they get on the video game of podcast. Mm. They fire it up. Mm. They t- listening to two silly yeah. twats talking yeah. about food, and they and they're going, they're like, "What is this shit?" It's and they're brilliant. going, "That's a bit weird." The host seems to keep forgetting what the topic's supposed to be. Is yeah. that just what normal <laughs> podcasts are? Um, yeah. And they're not. And but the thing is, you know, they 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 they, they get. 
I've said this before, it's the breadth of coverage that they get mm. on our podcast, and I'm, yeah. and I'm proud of that. Speaking of which, actually, you told me before the mics were hot that you've done some eBay business, which is funny for two reasons. Point number one, you've got a lot of stuff going on in your house, you're trying to clear stuff out, but simultaneously mm. you're ordering stuff on eBay. It's yeah. mental. I love it. Yeah. And point number two, you haven't actually told me what they are, so whatever you say now, this is the real reaction live on air. Well, it's eBay algorithms got me. <laughs> I, I well, don't know why yeah. they said because you because you liked this. Have a look at this sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. So I bought Toka Touring Cars too <laughs> for three pounds though. Three Wait, quid. What, what that? That yeah. That's that's actually all right. What platform? That's good, isn't it? PlayStation One. Obviously, that's quite good. That yeah. That, and you know what else? Oh yeah, yeah. Toka Touring Cars. Yeah, because mm. the one on PSP, uh, Toka Race Driver One and Two and Three, mm. really mm. good with the mad CGI cutscenes. Love those really? games. Oof. Yeah. Well, I mean, stuff. I was writing about Grid Legends and um, oh god, the that's them, isn't it? Yeah, one of the screenshots is um, it's replicating the cover of that game, the original game, and I was like, oh, oh. I just love a bit of Toka, Toka, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, it was just weird timing that eBay cottoned <laughs> on to that, or they've been listening to me. They know, the algorithm. Yeah. They turn your laptop microphone on when, yeah. you, when you're talking to people, and they, they know like, what's going Toka on. Toka 2 for, you know, three quid. <laughs> Be rude not to. You know, good <laughs> condition, would. manual. Yeah. Yeah, yes. pristine yeah. box, all that, you know. Do you know, I've got a hankering for, um, I came close to getting that Need for Speed Heat the other day, because I want, I, 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 on my Steam Deck, I noticed... I don't have any racing games on there. What? And I Guy thought I've got with uh, um, Taekwondo is uh, playing Need for Speed Heat. He keeps telling mm. me about it. I'm like, yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's good. <laughs> yeah, he wants out good, soon. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, I'm still playing Heat. Nah, like, stick, okay. stick with stick with Heat. Yeah, no, I I, I am denied about it because I just I was trying I was building a nice little collection of Steam games. I suddenly thought mm. to myself, hang on a minute, this is madness. I've got no racing games on it. I sort of just didn't think about it really. Um. Got to get something on there. I was having an R in overheat because I know you said you liked it. Yeah. Um, also, some older Need for Speeds I'm sort of tempted by, like Most Wanted and stuff, which I know a lot of people liked. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I, didn't, I didn't commit to any purchases yet. Uh, well, look, Hot Pursuit mm. is the one to get. That is okay. the one, all right? All right. Oh. You need that. It's pure. That. It's lovely. It's Criterion mm. at the height of their powers. Criterion collection, yeah. Yeah. Well, you might argue the burnout is better, but yeah, I mean, I, I was just about to say, I mean, the height speed, of their powers. Yeah, come on. No, you're right. Yeah, no, fair enough. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit though is about as close to that sort of visceral burnout racing mm. as you can get. Mm. That's not burnout. That's not you know burnout. I mean. Yeah, I yeah. know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I like so, the sound um, of that. I love yeah. it. I love that game, and I will. Uh, yeah, I'll always go to bat for that. You'll defend it to your dying breath. To the hilt. Yeah, yeah, it's good shit. It's good Fair shit. Enough to you. Fair enough. All right, well, I'm going to queue up a jingle and mm. uh, we'll jump into it. You've been playing some odd bins. I've been playing some odd stuff. I've been playing some cool stuff, actually. Uh, yeah. And so have you. Yeah, mm. we'll have a jingle uh, um, um, and we'll jump in. Well, yeah. If you put loads on, you're just spitting foam, spitting foam, spitting, 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 spitting. Then you brush, brush, brush. Yeah. You don't, don't, don't rinse your mouth. Brush, brush, brush. Bit of toothpaste. You don't, don't, don't rinse your mouth. Video games. Uh, mm. You first of all, um, mm-hmm. I played that thing, Thirsty Suitors. Are you aware of this? Oh, I have heard of it. Yeah, that was yeah. one that 
was announced, I thought that looks cool and colourful and right? interesting. Yeah. And then they were like PC. I was like, oh, all right, well, no, it's not then. PC only, is it? Yeah, well, it was. I think it might be coming to uh, consoles at a later date, oh. but um, not yet. Oh, I was I was under the impression that I was going to recommend something that, that you'd actually be able to jump in. Mm. That's annoying. I thought it could have mm. sworn. Well, whatever. Eventually, well, it, I will. It'll come to consoles. It'll come. Yeah, to consoles. it is. I'm sure it is. I'm <clears> sure I've <throat> read that it's coming um, soon. Annapurna, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, people people loving that. It's um, it was actually part of that thing. Uh, do you remember the Steam Next Fest where they had all the yeah. like a couple of weeks back, and I played like Dredge and I played Gunbrella. Well, I downloaded this one uh, and then actually sort of forgot that it was on my Steam Deck, and uh, so I thought, oh, I know, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in for the sake of some pod chat. D- mm-hmm. Developed by uh, Outer Loop Games and uh, published oh, yeah. by Anna, Anna, Anna Perna. Not actually sure. It just says coming soon, so I don't know what, you know when it's actually coming out. But you know, if you if you're on PC, you can download the demo. It's quite short. It's like half an hour or something, twenty five minutes, half an hour. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely bonkers, and I think it just about holds together. So that's the premise is. You play as Jala, who is a girl who's gone back to her hometown. She's got some baggage, some emotional baggage, though she's mm. notably free of the physical variety, considering she's just sort of uprooted her life and actually... Oh, she's got a backpack, I guess. Um, she's got she, she's got some voices... Well, a, a, an inner voice that talks to her um, and is, is sort of filled with self-doubt and kind of... But the game has a kind of uh, very light very breezy quite funny tone and it sort of touches mm. on some mm-hmm. fairly serious stuff you know self-doubt and, uh, and and depression and inability to commit to relationships and stuff like that yeah so that's a sort of rough story she's going home and uh to do a little soul searching let's say mm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh <clears throat> she comes up against this is where it gets a bit sort of scott pilgrim um seven or eight or nine of her like ex-partners they sound very Scott Pilgrim, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and so, and they're, you know, she has to kind of reconcile or, to, you know, talk to them, deal with them um, in some way, shape or form. She, like, and so that's that's the sort of rough premise, I guess, a kind of series of confrontations, boss fights, if you will. Um, <clears throat> she's also got a skateboard. Yeah. And the game involves skating and tricks and grinding on rails and kick flipping off walls and doing all sorts of cool skating stuff well i did not know that yeah and it's quite fun it's you know and bear in mind this is just a demo and things may change in the full bill the skating is not the best skating that you've ever skated in a video game but it's pretty good it's pretty fun you know it's it's very easy and the skateboard just glues itself to rails and there's not much in fact I don't think there's any chance that you can like fail or bail off I don't know maybe that'll change but you know I was playing it for like 5-10 minutes I was thinking oh this skating's kind of fun and um but then and then it's got a sort of free roaming aspect she gets back to town and you're kind of uh, walking down the street it's got some sort of res- old school Resident Evil static camera work that sort of angles the street in a very artful way so she's just walking Mm -hmm. along and she runs into her third grade crush in a diner back home and what ensues is a turn-based rpg style battle in which she can manipulate what he thinks of her so if he's (laughs) he has a a thirsty rating meaning that he's basically that he's sexually attracted to her you know i'll cut i'll cut i'll cut through the ling the lingo that the kids are using these days but that's that's the title you know he's he's a potentially thirsty suitor so yeah 
you can do like a, a thirsty taunt you know is, is like one of your moves and mm. if you do that it sends him into a sort of thirsty thing where he gets distracted and his attacks might miss and then you can you can do all these mad things like you can insult his relationship with his mother and that'll that's like a super full powerful attack and they've got it's got like a quick time event aspect to this where if you succeed the on-screen prompts your attacks do a lot and you can also do a little quick time event to defend his incoming attacks because he'll be like you know you never commit to stuff so so it kind of frames these emotional confrontations in a yeah. sort of trad rpg way sort of quick time eventy way and then at the end of it you can sort of choose to befriend or to or to, i think to like romantically pursue they sort of shake hands he you kind of get him on side um and I guess the thing that surprised me the most was, and me- meanwhile, the inner voice in your head is talking about how your parents are upset with you and you're a failure and all that sort of stuff. And at one point during the fight, you get zapped into this fella, this third grade crush. You get zapped into his like inner mind. So it's a little bit like Psychonauts as well. Like you're sort of ta- you're sort of doing a battle inside his like emotional landscape, and mm. <clears throat> when he pulls he pulls you in there. And like, like your taunts and stuff don't work on him when you're in his mm. inner, inner emotional landscape. So you have to do a super powerful attack, which conjures a vision of your mother hitting him with a slipper. It's a very, very strange. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it. the most surprising thing is how it kind of hangs together. At least during the short bit that I played, you know, yeah. about half, half an hour's worth. I thought if these bits continue to be fun enough on their own. I'm kind of in it for this. It looks like an absolutely mm. bonkers mess. And, yeah. and, you know, and it's going to come down to one of the th- those things where it's like, well, how fun is the skating if you're doing the skating for like half an hour? You know, if you concentrate mm. on that part, because whenever a game does this sort of thing, it inevitably comes down to its constituent parts aren't done as well as they would be if that mm-hmm. was the focus of the game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I liked it. I'm looking forward to it. It's like nothing else you've ever played. The protagonist, she's cool. Jala seemed cool yeah. um, and funny. And it was an interesting mix. And I would I would, mm. I would, would say to people, keep an eye out for Thirsty Suitors. It's, I don't know if it'll be another one of these mad, everyone loves it, Annapurna hits. But it's certainly uh, got the trademark Annapurna thing where you're playing it and thinking, I don't think I've played anything quite like this before. And that's well, I just looked it up. right? Yeah, absolutely. It's also a Game Pass job where it's going to be. So, um, oh well, there you yeah. go. Now that might Something be Game Pass for for PC. I but don't then know if it is. When I think it when it comes to console, I think exactly. it'll be Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, but I don't know when, as you as you mm. say, it, I don't know if that's like down the line. No, if it's like, no oh, it's PC for six months or whatever it is. But yeah, hundred percent. So if you got got Game Pass going on there, or or you know, check out the demo if you can. Mm. If you've got a PC, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd recommend it. Um, nice. <clears throat> in the meantime. Tell me a little bit about. Well, I've already read your uh, your review, and uh, it made me laugh. But um, Gungrave Gore, G O R E. Yeah, I don't know what it stands for, by the way. <laughs> no, um, uh, nor do I care. No, uh, you, you, you. Yeah. So the premise is fellow with a load of guns, and he's got a coffin on his back. Hence yeah. the title, Gungrave. Yeah. He's yeah. a sort of cool anime dude, and he shoots lots of zombies, right? Yeah. Um, right. The way I described him to Elise when I was playing it was he looks like an emo Curly Watts because he's got these little specks <laughs> and he's got this glum expression 
Um, <laughs> right. So okay. that's that's a reference for you. If you get that, congratulations. Excellent. I was going to put it in the review. I was like, no, that's too deep a cut. It's a, no it's one, a deep cut. No one's yeah. going to know what that means. <laughs> He's out, you know, of a certain age, so I left yeah. that out. But okay, it's it's a follow up to two PS2 games released in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. and it feels like it hasn't evolved in the slightest. Visually, it looks <laughs> decent enough. So, by but, the way, for those that don't know, this is 2001's Gun Grave, and 2002, it's 2000, I think. 2002, 2002, 2004. And it's 2004 sequel, Gun Grave Overdose. Yeah. Uh, there have also been other Gun Grave. There was a VR one. There's a VR one, yeah. And I think there was another one, which might have been a mobile really? phone game. It might have only been in Japan. Yeah, I think there's okay. a total of like four or five cheaper right. Gun Grave games. But either way, the main ones were... PS2 mm-hmm. and a bloody while ago. So it's safe to say that this is kind of a at least aimed at a cult audience, right? Yeah, exactly. It had a bit of a cult following and Studio Iggy Mob, the South Korean developer who worked on the originals, mm. they're, they're, you know, doing this new one. Uh-huh. And initially I was like, this seems like fun. And then you realise that this is the game. You just constantly pull the trigger and it sort of soft locks the enemies for you mm-hmm. and you don't have to do very much. It tells you like there's a dodge and a melee, atta- melee attack and you can do this, that and the other and it's just like, well, I don't need a lot of that stuff. <laughs> do you actually have to dodge anything? I mean, you, yeah. I mean, When you're fighting bosses, yeah, you, the, the dodge is uh, a good idea. But by and large, it's pretty pointless. Um, and I just found it just such a chore, just a joyless slog. It was so boring. Is it, so it, we're talking third-person shooting, Third-person right? like shooter, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Over the shoulder not much vibe? To, yeah, kind of, yeah. And he lumbers along with, you know, with this big coffin on his back, which is also a mm. big gun. <laughs> right, and he's right, got right. these jewel-wielded pistols called Cerberus. And it's all very you know stylish. What I found funny and, about that? Yeah, go on. Cerberus? Mm-hmm. Three-headed. Three-headed. Yeah, I know. I know. What's come don't off know. it? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, At least know. in Devil May Cry, they were like, yes, a pair of nunchucks with three batons on it. Yeah. That yeah. actually makes sense. Cerberus is the three-headed dog that guards the gates of hell. Well, unless maybe Cerberus... What, does it complement the, the big gun in the middle? I don't know. Oh, maybe then. If that's then. the case, then maybe it makes sense. But otherwise... Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. No, I can but, go um, along with that's that. That's the least of his problems, mate. <laughs> Shout out to uh, El Mariachi as well, which this kind of reminded me of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit of that, oh, right? I'd rather, watch case. That. Yeah. I'd rather watch that film seven times in a row than um, <laughs> play this. Because it's, it's about 14 hours and you're doing the same thing oh for the entirety. Sometimes you play as different characters. Sometimes the levels might change a bit, like there's a, a one on a train. But if you get knocked off the roof, you have to go back to the nearest checkpoint. And that happens a lot. Uh, and then there's a bit where you're on a sort of little gantry that's just slowly going along and you're being attacked from both sides and if you fall off it you die and you've got to start again and then there's bits with little platforms and the jumping is rubbish and I'm like why have they done this this is crap Um, there's so many weird design decisions like there's one one bit I was playing where you're in um, sort of a maze of shipping containers Mm -hmm. and one of them you have to run run up a sort of open shipping container and drop out the other side and they've deliberately put a hole at the bottom of the drop which you can't see so you just plummet straight down it I'm like that is the sort of thing a seven year old would do for a laugh that's, that's a brilliant challenge that do you know what I mean and then you're, I'm like that's rubbish why have they done that 
that is deliberately just to piss you off and send you yeah. back to the a checkpoint. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And there's loads of little things like that, and it's just you're just just mm. blasting <laughs> cannon fodder for just oh, it's interminable. The, there's nothing the actual... to it. There's n- <laughs> no, sorry, go on. I'm on a, yeah. I'm on, I'm on a tirade. <laughs> I was going to say the, you know, the actual act of shooting itself and and the act of uh, mm. blasting some zombies or whatever they are but is that like gangsters and stuff? No zombies. <laughs> yeah. That's that's made me laugh. There's worms brilliant. and mutants mm-hmm. and blasting all sorts, worms. Yeah. Um, Doesn't matter. <clears throat> is that even at least a little bit satisfying? Just sort of shooting them. Well, it's kind of gory, and they sort of blow up in a sort of shower of severed limbs and whatever mm, mm-hmm. and for a bit it's sort of like oh this is cool mm-hmm. but then it's yeah when it just continues in the same vein <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like I'm over it now this is just boring it's just boring it's a grind yeah. That's, <laughs> so Rich um, is Rich is really on the fence with this one guys so yeah, yeah. If you, well, just, if you <laughs> there's no incentive to explore because there's little bits where you think oh there's little corridors going off here I'll, I'll have a little look round mm. And you quickly realise they're just dead ends and there's nothing. There's nothing to Ooh. see, there's nothing to do. It is literally just a shooting gallery and you just pull the right trigger constantly. That is it. <laughs> pull the right trigger, pull the right trigger. You can't hold mm. it down, you've got to constantly pull it. Oh, and it's that's... just oh. boring. It's oh, so that's... boring, honestly. Yeah. I can't stress enough how dull it is. Okay. I mean, if well, you if you play this and you think, oh, it's brilliant. I don't know what you're talking about. Fair mm. play, but I, I cannot fathom who. There are this is some for. Um, some mixed reviews out there. I mean, this is yeah, an interesting. I've been getting one, some eights. I cannot fathom that. I don't I understand. It up before we we were talking, and it was like one of those games that's, you know, it'll it'll be kind of funny because the Metacritic will say like it's at sixty, but then you look at the thing, it's like, well, there's actually some really good reviews though, and some really abysmal ones. And I always find that kind of interesting when a game, you know, really really polarizes people. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you're a Gungrave gore addict, let us know. Um, yeah. cause there's nothing like those things. Like I kind of got it with kingdom hearts where it's like, I don't understand this and I'm not finding it fun. Um, but I want to understand in a funny old way. So, you know, the people that like it, please tell me why you like it. Cause I feel like I'm missing something. And oh, actually I can't, I can't, yeah. when I then went to go and play final fantasy seven remake, I kind of got it. I mean, that's actually a very different game to kingdom hearts, but mm-hmm. It's that thing of, oh, there's something I didn't understand for a really long time, and okay, now I get it, sort of thing. With this particular game, I don't quite see how that's the case. However, it does have its nutty fans, and it's got a bit of a cult thing. So, write into us if you um, if if you've got a soft yeah, spot please, for gun grade because it is kind of please explain. Please explain. explain. Um, uh, if you've only if you've played this one though, because I don't want you saying, "Oh, the PS2 ones are great." Yeah, that might be the case, but this is not. It's okay, been, it's been played, twenty years since that first game. Unless this uh, one is more. the same. If if it yeah. turns out that the PS2 ones were exactly like this one, and you're yeah. also just holding down R1 to kill everything, I mean, so if you've played the old ones and you can. Tell, and you tell us that actually the new one's exactly the same. It's for it's for real hardcore fans. Then in that case, you can tell us because well, then we would if accept you if, if you want to tell us why but, the old ones are good. But yeah, if it still if, doesn't excuse it. It's supposed no. to be. I mean, the way they've positioned this is as you know, you can play it standalone without playing the other games and still enjoy it. Yeah, uh, but no, I mean enjoyment <laughs> not on not on the cards. No, no. It's um, like imagine if they took a light gun game off rails. And stuck you in in it, 
without the light gun. That's a, quite a good way of describing it because there's no depth to it whatsoever. Zero depth. What, what, one of the things that's interesting is you are quite a fan of what I would call fish in a barrel shooting, though. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like shooting games. Which is why I think this particular one's interesting. You know, shooting where it's yeah. like, well, the enemy AI is bollocks, but it's not about that. It's about popping zombie heads, you know? Well, there's no AI. I mean, they, all they do is <laughs> run at you. They, they either stand on the spot and shoot you or they run at you. That's it. But I was, I yeah. was sort of excited about this because I'd read up on it and it was Akumi Nakamura doing the art design. So I was mm. like, "Oh, cool! She left mm. Ghostwire Tokyo for this. This better be. This should be special." Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, the art design—I I don't have an issue with that. But fucking <laughs> hell, the gameplay is so one note. It's so bland. This, yeah, really, I'd say st- steer well clear. Did uh, not enjoy it. Speaking of flying limbs, tell me about Dying Light Two. Uh, bloody the ties. The bloody ties. Which well, is first the- of all. Mm. It's the first story-driven DLC for the game. Yeah. There are no... Um, By the way, sodden... everyone, just in, just in case you're not clear, let's just get yeah. this out in the open. There never was any colon. The title is simply Dying Light to Stay Human. Dying Light to Stay Human. Yeah. Dying Light to Stay Human. No colon mm. anywhere. No colon. So that's, no I just think it's important that we make that clear. Colons yeah. are important. If you don't put them in, it's Dying Light to Stay Human. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go on, go on. Yeah, <laughs> well, this is, yeah it's called Bloody Ties. No colon still. Um, Madness. No, uh, no bloody neckwear. Wait, so you're saying it's dying light to stay human bloody ties? Well, yeah, unless there's a hyphen in there. Let's hope there's a hyphen. We'll get back to you on that if there's a hyphen. It doesn't matter. Yeah, this is standalone. It's story. It's paid. It's not standalone. It takes place after the or prologue, whatever, or whenever, wherever you are in the story. You have to complete the prologue to play it. It slots into the game. Ah, one Um, of them once. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you, you. you know, play as Aiden Coldwell again, and oh, thank you goodness. find you stumble upon this arena, this mysterious mm. arena, and you fall in with this guy called Chiro, who's this fellow who wears a little fedora and fancies himself as the next <laughs> champion of this arena <laughs> called Carnage Hall. Mm. And you end up. Oh, it's like it's like there. Um, Carnegie, like a play on words. Yeah, you see, it annoyed mm, me because they said it, there was a little nod to that. He goes, "How do you get to Carnage Hall?" And he just says, "Practice." And I'm like, no, it's practice, practice, practice. It's three practices, not just one. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's like, you're not doing it. Do it properly. You're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. So that bugged me. But um, Yeah, yeah, it's Mm. basically Mm. what annoys me most about the DLC is is it's just a series of challenges, essentially, with a bit of story kind of interspersed between the challenges. And I did the first rush challenge, having got to Carnage Hall proper. You have to do challenges to be able to qualify, first mm-hmm. of all, mm-hmm. to go to Carnage Hall. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, there's four types of challenges, rush, spectacle, and some other shit. One of them is running between checkpoints, which I hate anyway. That bores oh, yeah. me. That that to me is lazy game design. Let's chuck a bunch of checkpoints across a thing and <laughs> you have to leg it between them. Not mm. not interested. Mm-hmm. Then this one was rushed. This was um they set up like an old moment from Haran from the first game. Oh yeah. We yeah. got to throw these breaker switches mm. and then protect these citizens and stuff. And mm. it goes on and on and on. Another objective, another objective, another objective. And there are bugs that bug Ooh. like pissed me off like you can't throw the breaker switch or whatever. The, the animation, little animation, has to complete, and you're getting battered by zombies. I was just Ooh. like, this is just miserable. This, I'm not enjoying this <laughs> at all. It's, you know, is what's going on? By the way, was that game buggy? The, 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 They've the, actually the, the done a really, 
they've done the game proper. They've done a good job of patching it. And but it was actually, buggy though, right? It was Am a I bit buggy, that, but right. there's nothing. Was bit... There's nothing major. Yeah, it was a little no. bit buggy. Mm. Um, I, actually, going back to it, I was, I was pleasantly surprised how stable and how good it looks now. Mm-hmm. But the DLC, oh man, like the covers of these breaker switches, they look like they're off, and then you get closer to them and start interacting with them, and they suddenly appear. Mm. You have to pull the covers off the switches and throw them. And I was like, this is just a mess. If you presume. If all of that was fixed, is the actual underlying no, thing I still interesting? Hate it. No, right. I still don't like the challenges. Like, okay. just arena challenges. I'm not interested. Don't yeah. tell me it's story-driven DLC and then just chuck a load of challenges at me. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> yeah. interested. I don't. I don't have any interest in that. No, no, it doesn't. No, sound great. Uh, you've got this big open world. Why are you sticking me in a re- in an arena as well? Mm. What are you thinking? <laughs> like, it's stupid use yeah, anyone, that massive anyone. open world you built <laughs> let us know what you were thinking if you're over at um, what's the developer again? Techland, Techland. yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean yeah they, they brought kind of this story driven DLC along with some fanfare like it's the first story driven DLC I don't give a shit it's rubbish. I don't like it. I well, speaking of things it, that were think. rubbish and that I don't give a shit, um, yeah. I've been playing uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns. Um, oh. Only, I don't give a shit, but it's really, really not rubbish. It's actually ah. really good. Can you um, only talk about this in preview capacity? I can only talk about it in a... Yeah, so I read the thing and it was like, you can mm. give general impressions. You can't give okay. any scores. And so I thought, well, for the pod, I was like, mm. <clears throat> well, we don't do scores anyway. And my general impression is that I'm having a load of bloody fun. So I don't know anything about the Midnight Suns. I imagine there are many who do and who will glean all sorts of extra stuff from what I know are Mm. a number of Easter eggs. I can tell they're Easter eggs because of the way that the game subtly spotlights them and the way that characters talk about certain things with a little wink and a little nod. And I'm going, okay, I'm sure the Mm. people that get that will get that and laugh. Uh, That doesn't matter, though. So the premise is... Um, Lilith is uh, a big bad villain and she's got a couple of yeah big time and she's got a couple of devil dogs and the devil dogs Mm. are uh, bad news and um, she's wreaking all sorts of havoc there's a bad guy called Dr. Faustus um, Mm -hmm. who's brilliant who actually sounds a little bit like Dr. Fauci Dr. Fauci uh, played by (laughs) Werner Herzog and he's uh, he's he's causing yeah well he's raised her for Hydra Right, sure. Cross, crossbones is involved. They're getting up to a lot of bad stuff, you know. Mm, mm-hmm. And uh, the Midnight Suns are a sort of group um, of uh, all sorts of people, really. Kind of like the Avengers, but a little bit darker. A little bit sort mm. of like second tier, you might Emo say. Emo Avengers. Emo Avengers, mm. yeah. And um, <clears throat> it's uh, it's developed by Firaxis, so it's the people who do XCOM. Um, yeah. Now, I now cards on the table. Oh, that works, because it's actually a card-based game, by the way, but we'll Brilliant. get to that in a minute. Um, I'm not... Uh, I'd I'd very much like to be an ex comma. Uh, it passed me by. Um, I remember it, you know, on three hundred and sixty. It was like enemy unknown or enemy within or something. But it was a bi- <laughs> it was a big deal. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. A lot of people really liked it, but it was always going to be one of those things where it's like, yeah, the people that love it, they'll bloody chew your ear off about it. But I think you'd like it. I think, I think it's I sort would. Of up your street. Yeah, no, I do in a big mm. way because actually, and the thing that Midnight Suns reminded me of actually weirdly was Metal Gear Acid, which I have a big oh, soft spot for. There you go. Um, so the premise is you go and do these missions uh, with a yep. few heroes. You have like three heroes at a time, although I think that might expand uh, as the game goes on. But yeah, I, I, don't quote me on that, but three heroes mm. are what I have at the minute. 
Mm-hmm. And um, you play these cards. You have these hands of cards. So there's a kind of deck building thing. And you kind of upgrade your cards in between missions, all this sort of stuff. And you play these cards, and the cards, you know, you can play a certain number of cards per turn, you can redraw a certain number of cards per turn, and you have a number of times which you can just move about the battle arena without playing any cards. And the fun of the game comes in by getting your heroes to work together in interesting and delicious ways, and yeah. working out your strategies. Every time you play a card, it has an effect on your hero number your heroic number, I think it might be. And when that number uh, climbs, you get cards where it's like, you can play this card if you have six hero points, right? And But you can't use that yet because you've only got like three. And you make them go up by doing certain things, by attacking enemies, KOing enemies, or you play certain cards and it'll say, if you play this card, makes your hero thing go up by two. So, all right, cool, I'll do that then. And the heroes themselves are... They work together in really, really cool ways. So it's got like Ghost Rider, or Robbie mm-hmm. Reyes is Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. It's got um, Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers. It's got um, yeah. uh, Spider-Man showed up. load of people uh, show up. Uh, obviously Iron Man, Doctor Strange. Uh, uh, Blade. A, a Blade. Blade is in it, and Blade is really cool. Blade mm. is awesome. He's like my favorite one. He's got the sword. He's got the guns. He's got really cool blood-based attacks. Um and I'm pretty much I'm pretty much hooked. I'm pretty much hooked. Really? It's um I, I liked Metal Gear Acid back in the day mm. and it reminds me a lot of that. It's playing cards and they have cost and they have cooldowns and you have to think st- like tactically. Obviously, turn-based stuff's just cool, I think in this particular context because you can really think about like you know, I don't know anything about Doctor Strange, but I you know, I can kind of understand these attacks and you know, the the effects they have on my teammates and on the battlefield and really just encourages you to get into the tactics on the fly you know mm-hmm. um the, the story is really is, is really funny because they know that the story's like men, like madness it's, it's, it's bonkers and sort right, of rubbish yeah. and they're going on about the throbbly boo and the magic cubes of whatever oh yeah but they'll crack jokes about it and so like <laughs> there's like a thing where tony tony stark is he um he 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 calls Doctor Strange Doctor Spooky, and right. uh, but what well, and it's just like a throwaway gag. But they have these things where whenever you meet a, a new character and they like think about joining the you know the Midnight Suns, it does like a sort of splash page thing where it'll sort of give you their name and give you a few little facts about that person. Like when you first meet Carol, it just like rocks up on the screen and it just says Earth's mightiest hero. Uh, Carol Danvers once flew an F-16 through the whatever. You know, it just gives you mm. little things. Mm-hmm. And, like, it did it for him, and his little name came up as Dr. Spooky, which <laughs> which it got a laugh out of me. And that's that's rare with this sort of thing. Usually the sort of Marvel quippy-quippy stuff grows quite tiresome with me quite quickly. Um, but I think it's because I need the relief. There, there was another yeah. moment where Lilith steps out of a portal Mm-hmm. flanked by a pair of devil dogs and uh, Tony sees this going on and he just goes Gozer <laughs> and, oh, like, nice. that, uh, that like that was just like oh that's and there is actually a, a concurrent thread of Ghostbusters based jokes throughout the campaign as some as there was another mm. point where Doctor Strange complains that one of the enemies slimed him and uh, there's just like nice. a number of things where I'm just like oh that's that's quite fun in the meantime you actually play as this thing called the hunter so it's a kind mm-hmm. of create your own hero who fits into the squad and they're, yeah. they're actually they're actually quite cool and he's destined to uh, to lock to clash with Lilith and but in between your missions you're running about this thing called the Abbey 
which is like a kind of, you know, well, an abbey, but a, yeah, a base of operations. And it's yeah. got a bit of a kind of Hogwartsy feel. Like they have, they all have dorm, or a bit like Professor Xavier's school for gifted youngsters. It's like they all have little dorm rooms. You can go into the living room and do hangouts with heroes, yeah. where you like you have a little movie night. And if you do hangouts, it'll make your friendship rating with that hero r- rise, and then that gives you sort of buffs when you go into into the battles and stuff. Just. I, I just did not think that this game would uh, would appeal to me, like, at all. You know, not, yeah. not for any particular reason. I, I, I quite like Marvel. I'm not, I'm not nutty on it, like many are. I, I think it's mm. fine. Really like Spider-Man, obviously. I, I got my certain foibles. Um, you know, tactical RPGs, I thought, eh, probably not really my thing. But actually, um, really, really fun. Really, well, funny. And it hooks you in, you know? Because I'm a big Marvel guy. I love Marvel stuff. But... Mm. Because it's a tactical RPG, I'm sort of not that hyped for it. Because yes. I, I tried XCOM, Enemy mm. Unknown, mm. and I didn't get very far because I just wasn't very good at it. And I didn't have the patience to <laughs> yeah, persevere yeah. with it. And I just gave up. Mm. And so I've sort of been like, well, I'm not going to play Marvel, Marvel's Midnight Suns because inevitably the same thing will probably happen. Mm. Um, but I don't know mm. the way you're talking about it, it makes me think well, maybe this well, maybe what, man, it's a bit more accessible I, got, I don't know I got no history with that genre really and it's made mm. me want to play a bunch because I played that and I, well if you've ever played Metal Gear Acid and just if right. you even remotely enjoyed it for a couple of minutes you, well it's 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 it, I I'll play XCOM and I'll get back to you on that. But if it's any consolation, I have no history with that genre. I'm not super um, loving all the Marvel stuff. Um, But it hooked me pretty quick. It's really sort of just surprisingly fun. I I really want to get back and play more of it. Um, It's... (laughs) Should we end this episode now so you can? It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what. I, that's probably what I'll be doing when we finish. When we mm. wrap here, because I think Blade possibly fancies Captain Marvel. But oh, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. I was talking Strange to him the other day in the Abbey, and he and, and I'm getting the vibe that he maybe has a thing for her, but I don't know. It's got a lot of that mm. sort of stuff where it's just like this is really weird, but kind of fun. Like soap I opera. think I think you should try it. Okay. I think you mm. should definitely try it because, and also it's quite. It's not that tough, you know. The the XCOM thing. I mean, I don't know because yeah. I've not really played it, but I got the sense that that had frazzled my brain, and after a couple of minutes, I go, "No, nah, no, nah, this is too much." This Maybe is too you much. can uh, you can buy it me for Christmas. But this, uh, yeah, we'll stick yeah. it on the list. We'll do a Cheers. game swap. You buy me <laughs> something, I'll buy you something. Classic. Uh, what do you want? <clears throat> I don't know. I'll have a thing, but I'll get we got to get. <laughs> 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 I got to get jingle. We got to get newsified. Um, All right, brilliant. Because yeah, long old uh, segment. But here we go. Uh oh. Do a little chicken manoeuvre. Uh-oh. Little holes in the top. 100%. And it's the best deodorant I've ever used. So it's a stick. You know the stick. 100%. Wow. You don't sweat. You smell great. As evidence today. Mm. Uh-oh. 100%. Do a little chicken manoeuvre. Do a little chicken manoeuvre. Do a little chicken manoeuvre. The first one of the news, and possibly the most exciting one. Possibly. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll be Put the that. emphasis on possibly, because it might... Not be, okay? Right. Um, Ninja Gaiden and Dead or Alive reboots could be on the way. uh, Yeah, that's the thing. Could. Could. Mm. Could. Um, And, you know, it. but, okay, so the reason it's a thing... Mm-hmm. Is that there was a something called the G Star Conference in uh, in South Korea, and the yep. uh, Fumihiko Yasuda, who is the boss of Team Ninja, 
obviously make Ninja Gaiden, make Dead or Alive, um, they they had a presentation, and on that mm. presentation were various slides. I'm talking mm. Microsoft PowerPoint, you know, animations. Yeah. Um, and on one of these uh, of these slides was a uh, quite exciting title. Quote. <clears throat> The future of Team Ninja dash mm. reboot of popular series. Mm. Um, now, the company said we have nothing to announce at this time. Okay, these franchises yeah, have been dormant. That. Yeah, oh, of course, of course, mm. and they have since clarified this. VGC uh, followed up with uh, Team Ninja and issued a statement to VGC saying, <clears throat> "Quote." Dead or Alive and Ninja Gaiden are both long-standing pillar franchises for Team Ninja. These celebrated titles are synonymous with our studio history and reputation. That was creative director Tom Lee. It goes without yeah. saying that when speaking about the development of our past and future projects, both of these important titles cannot be left without mention. However, there are no details or information to share on either franchises at this present time. Like many of our fans, we share the enthusiasm for the return of these beloved titles and we'll be sure to provide a proper update if and when that day arrives. So they're just like, everybody mm. calm down, okay? Everybody <laughs> chill out. Yeah. But we're not saying, we're definitely not saying no, okay? And that was on a slide on a presentation. So yeah. you're allowed to be quite excited, moderately excited, I would say. I like would be games. all over a new Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 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 I actually was going to say to you because I was looking at um, uh, the uh, Master Collection or whatever because I've never played yeah. um, the Sigma ones. Yeah, and I, was, I don't like them. Yeah, I remember you, I, you sort of saying, "Ah, oh, not you know, not the best version." Because I've played Ninja Gaiden Black, which is a really, really good yeah, version. Brilliant, of, and Ninja Gaiden Ninja Two Gaiden. is fantastic as well. And Ninja and Ninja Gaiden Two, <clears throat> and I was looking up, um, you know, Sigma and stuff, and the fan base is is pretty um, favorable on them for a number of really? reasons. And then, well, I know yeah. there's extra content, like extra bosses and stuff, but my bugbear with them is that. They've censored all the gore and dismemberment and stuff. Now, it's like I have a look on purple there. Ribena instead of blood for some reason. I don't really understand what the thinking is. Well, I had a little look on there, and yeah. there was absolutely loads of blood. Really? What? Just so they've dark, restored it then? Red. Well, I don't know. Unless, unless perhaps when you played it, perhaps it was a specific enemy type or something. No, I, was I played at this the original. List. Well, I played. I played Ninja Gaiden Sigma Two. Mm-hmm. Having played Ninja Gaiden 2 on the Xbox, I played it on PS3, the Sigma version, because that's where it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was Purple Blood, but maybe they've changed it. They could have done. One one of the other... I mean, because I just saw some screenshots and there was just blood everywhere. Well, that's uh, the know. case. Um, I'm all but over that, then. one of the other things that they were saying was it was just unbelievable graphically. Like, it was because it was like a move to PS3, which had a mm. lot more oomph. They were mm. like, it's just the textures and all the detail in the environment. They put some screenshots side by side, and it was like, oh, wow. It was like 720p at the time. and yeah. yeah, they just sort of said, like, graphically, it was the most beautiful version of the game. So I thought, oh, it's uh, maybe not quite as cut and dry. Because in my head, I was like, nah, screw Sigma. I'm not I'm not doing that. But there's at least a lot of fans who are like, eh, they're worth playing. Like, they're an interesting, mm. you know, not, not better, not worse, just... If you're a nutter for the series, absolutely get on that, you know. So yeah, I yeah. know. I'll let I, you know if I if I get it because I do kind of want it. 
Um, well, it's another one that's on Game Pass, actually. So um, I might. Well, Black was on there, but then it went. But the Master Collection is on there. Oh, is the Master Collection on there? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I might. I might just do a bit of that and have a look on there. Yeah. Um, Crystal Dynamics, his fans quote loud and clear uh, with regard to the Legacy of Kane survey. Do you remember I told you I took part in that survey? You did about yeah. the new Legacy of Kane, only for a laugh because of the you know for the sake of the pod. Um, <laughs> But they were yeah. saying uh, apparently like a hundred thousand people, like a whole load of people took that survey. Um, and uh, the uh, Phil Rogers, who's the CEO of IDUS Montreal, said, "Quote: uh, We really felt this was a great way to reignite this passionate fan community uh, with this legendary PC and console game series." Now, rest assured, we hear you loudly and clearly, and we'll continue to update you on the what if possibilities ahead for Legacy of Kane in the future. So, you know, nothing more to report, I guess. But I can only hope yeah. that the other people filling out that survey um, weren't absolute maniacs that ticked the box saying, I want it to be a shooter. What? Did I tell you about that box? No. Why were... Why, yeah, that Yeah, there was like sense. a long list of genres, and they're like, which genres would you want it to be? And like one of the things was shooter. No, no, <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway... They've heard us loud and clear, which I mean, at least this time they actually did hear us loud and clear because it annoys me when games companies are like, you asked for it and we listened. Here's Aiden playable in Watch Dogs Legion. It's like, who <laughs> are, did anyone ask for that? I don't think yeah. they did. Anyway, uh, yeah. Dead Island 2 only got only gone, and been, only gone and been delayed again, yeah. which, is, which is funny, of course, <laughs> because that's the whole thing. I mean, it's not funny, but it, you know that's the whole thing about Dead Island 2. It's becoming like a sort of ghost game, a zombie yeah. game, if you will. Mm, mm-hmm. um, anyway, uh, Deep Silver has assured fans that, quote, development is on the final stretch now. Um, they said, uh, the irony of delaying Dead Island 2 is not lost on us, uh, and we are <laughs> as disappointed as you undoubtedly are. The delay, however, is just 12 short weeks, uh, and yeah. development is on the final straight. <laughs> We're going to take the time we need to make sure we la- we can launch a game that we're proud to launch. And for those who've been waiting for years, thank you for hanging in there with us. It's currently due out on April 28th, 2023. Well, they, are they not the developers of Homefront? I believe they are. Damn busters. So yeah, you'd hope they've learnt uh, valuable mm. lessons from that game. Because that game yeah. launched in quite a state, didn't it? <laughs> yes, Bloody it mess. It did indeed. And it's actually mm. pretty good now. I, I played it um, yeah. a year ago, and they did finally fix it up. But yeah, you you want to avoid that uh, that troubled launch, for sure. Yeah, um, for sure, yeah. This one mm. is a uh, kind, of, kind of a weird one. Uh, mm. Yuji Naka has reportedly been arrested for insider trading. Yeah, very did strange. You see, did you see this? I it's did see of, it, yeah. But it's about what, something revolving around Dragon Quest It's tact. Dragon Quest Tact, which is a, a, a mobile uh, Dragon Quest. I don't understand. I, I, don't, I didn't read the ins and outs. I just saw he'd been arrested. I was like, that's mm. weird. Yeah, so basically uh, it was Yuji Naka, but it was also two uh, former Square Enix employees were also arrested in Tokyo uh, as part of a suspected insider trading scheme. Um what happened was the they apparently uh, purchased around this the, the two former employees, not not quite Yuji Naka, uh, but two other ones purchased forty seven million yen or three hundred and thirty six point three thousand US dollars worth of stock uh, in Aiming, which is a, a, a developer presumably, uh, mm. just before it was publicly confirmed. 
that it was developing mobile title Dragon Quest Tact. Now, according to uh, FNN, the Tokyo District Public Prosecutor's Office uh, Special Investigation Department, Yuji Naka uh, has also been arrested um, for, for, a, for a similar thing. Apparently, Naka uh, purchased 10,000 shares of stock in Aiming for about 2.8 million yen, or 20,000 US dollars, um, at just before the announcement was made. So the belief is that that all, all three suspects used their insider information and presumably that they then plan to sell the stock again uh, when its value rose after the announcement. Square Enix uh, released a statement saying, quote, Today, some media outlets reported that the former employees of Square Enix were under investigation for suspected insider trading. Uh, we've been fully cooperating with requests from the Securities and Exchange Surveillance Commission as the investigation by the Tokyo District Public Prosecutor's Office is underway. We will continue to fully cooperate with the investigation. We deeply regret the great concern that this has caused all concerned. Uh, we yeah. have dealt with this incident strictly, including mm. internal disciplinary actions taken against the suspected employees. So, yeah, obviously it's all under investigation at the moment, but, you know, potentially very b- bloody serious stuff. Mm. Uh, the SEC being involved. But, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yuji Naka, by the way, uh, currently not only not at Square Enix, but embroiled in a uh, legal um, entanglement with Square Enix over Balan Wonderworld. I think he was suing oh, them yeah. over the state that, that that game released in. So they are he oh, is geez. at least an ex-employee. So, yeah. Very, uh, very, I'm very sorry. Messy. I mean, I like Yuji Naka. You know, he created Sonic, and I love Sonic Hedgehog. Mm. But Balan Wonderworld, I mean, there was no way... That game was in a salvageable state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was yeah. that's rub- It was just no. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, mm. I do. I do agree. It was uh, yeah. a little bit nutty. Um, and last but not least, this one. It's. I I can understand it. Uh, Volition is mm. being absorbed into Gearbox. Uh, yeah. After Saints Row, which was kind of disappointing. Um, Embracer Group announced that um, Volition is set to become part of Gearbox software. Uh, following the lukewarm reception uh, to the latest entry in the series. Uh, apparently, Volition is under Embracer's, Embracer's pl- uh, play-on umbrella. It was formerly Kosh Media. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Lars Vingerfors said, quote, The reception of Saints Row did not meet the full expectations uh, and left the fan base partially polarised. Um, can you be partially po- You're either polarised no, yeah, or, yes, or you're not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a <laughs> anyway. binary thing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, The game development studio Volition has been working hard to improve the player experience, he added. Um, He then said, financially, Saints Row has performed in line with management expectations in the quarter, he continued, adding, going forward, uh, Volition will transition to become part of Gearbox, uh, which has all the tools, including an experience management team in the US, to create future success at Volition. It's the first Mm -hmm. internal group transfer uh, where we transfer a major studio between operative groups, but it's not necessarily the last, he said. So that's kind of interesting. This sort of mm. thing may happen more. Okay. Interesting that he specifically noted the experienced management team, Yeah. Um, which, I mean, it's not exactly suggesting that Volition didn't have an experienced management team, um, and I'm mm. not suggesting that he's saying that was a reason for Saints Row's lack of success, um, but it is interesting that he, that, that he pointed that out. I mean, I would just say that game overall... Uh, just, just pretty disappointing, right? Yeah, it just sort of failed to deliver, didn't it? It was, it was lacking. Um, mm, it felt like boring. a bit of a throwback. Yeah, it was a little bit boring. I mean, I didn't hate it. I had some fun with it. Mm. Um, yeah, I just, I was expecting a little bit more. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey ho! There you go. 
that mm. such is life. Anyway, we've got to see if we can summon Matt uh, to get to get quizzical because it's mm. it's everything everything to play for. Furiously yeah, contested it. battles. I'll so do it. Have a jingle uh, and we'll get him down. It's that time of the pod, that time of the week. It's time for Boss Fight, yep. our yep. weekly quiz. We're joined, as ever, by Matt from upstairs. Hello, Matt from upstairs. How are you? I'm very good, mate. Um, I've been I've been playing a lot of a, a game that's just on its way out called Evil West that I think you'd like. Oh, yeah, I've, I've had my eye on, uh, yeah. on Evil West. Yeah. As I've been I've playing it, I'm it. like, I feel like... It's, I don't even know if you'd really like, like it, but I've, I'm like, Josh would be interested in this, I, I, at I, the I, very I, least. Definitely. Yeah. No, definitely. It's my kind of... Th- I, I'm a big fan of uh, Dark Watch is an old favourite of mine. I, yeah. I quite liked um, Weird West as well, that thing earlier this year, the Raphael oh, yeah. Colantino. Yeah, yeah. That was quite cool. Uh, plus, it, it just looks gorgeous, like all the animations and stuff in uh, Evil West. Like, yeah. It very, the, um, very plush. Is the 80s band Go West involved at all? I don't think so, but, but, but oh. you never know. Perhaps late in the game it'll be revealed that they do. I don't know. Yeah, I'd, I'd hope so. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you guys have got a guest. The business, the organisation, the setup, the structure, the foundation, the institution, the group, the hierarchy, all the team. Do we uh, have to? Game. Uh, you have to. I'm you say we've yeah. got to. I mean, do we really? Well, you could. That's fine, Rich. You can, but then, Rich, you can sit out. I'm fine with that. Mm. You could. You'd lose the point. I'm afraid. Yeah. So you're, well, you're desperate for it. Yeah. Um, you say stop. I say your name, and uh, you give me the answer. So here we go. Here we ready go. Right. Uh, clue number one. I was established as a kind of competition which originally took place in New York and London. And the people that created me were inspired by a similar Japanese phenomenon. Stop. Matt Lorigan. Is it the WWE from WWE 2K22? Incorrect. Okay. I hate when you you do that little pause. You do it on purpose, don't you? <laughs> you just leave. No, a, you just I leave a beat and then uh, stop. No, no, you know I what you do. Like I was going to cough, so I thought I'd have to oh, pace really? myself. Oh, a right. Bit. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. usually you, you leave a little gap. Matt Lorigan, uh, is it the UFC from UFC Four? Incorrect. Okay. See, there was no pause on that one, Rich. Yeah. Okay. Uh, good. Right. Clue number two. Uh, the studio that made my series could be described as heavenly if you wanted to be fanciful. Oh, for... They um... then changed their name when they were acquired by someone. Oh, this is infuriating. That's like a good clue. That's a really, like... Ah. Clue number heavenly. three. I was a successful series with four main entries... And several re-editions of those entries. But I would not be the series that my developer would come to be known for. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Clue number four. Mm. One of the games in my series officially partnered with a magazine. So much so that the magazine found its way into the title. What? Stop. Matt Lorigan. 
<laughs> the chances of being this is so low. Is it the WWF from WWF No Mercy? Okay. I thought that might be like, I'm not why I'm that I became known for. Yeah, because they became known for WWE. <laughs> that was like where where Excellent. the brain was. I'm, I'm really stuck on this whole sort of wrestling thing. So if, it, if it's nowhere near this, then I'm marvelous. Clue away. number five. The franchise mm, has been dormant for a while. And it has something of a cult audience. But it remains unlikely that it will be revived anytime soon. Well, that's uh, derailed your wrestling theory, hasn't it, Matt? Uh, has it? WWF's been dormant for a long time. (laughs) Yeah, because it doesn't exist anymore. Well... That's that's dead. um, Stop. Is it the SSX from SSX Tricky? Incorrect. Clue number six. Along with New York and London, I have also been to other cities. Paris, Tokyo, Los Angeles, Detroit. Atlanta, and perhaps most notably, San Diego. Oh, oh. Ah. Uh. <laughs> oh, stop. Rich Walker. Is it Thrasher, the skate mag? That's, is it the Thrasher game? That's that's not a dramatic pause. That's just n- not really an Thrasher. answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a there was a Thrasher skateboarding game. Is it Thrash? It's Thrasher. <coughs> was that? Yeah, but no? you know the you know yeah, the I'm sure there was. The, you know the quiz, right? Uh, Rich Walker. Stop. Is it Thrasher? Thrasher magazine. Thrasher the game. Thrasher. 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 <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> ah! I'll go through the clues again. I got six clues. Um, we'll see how we uh, how we get on. Um... I'll go through them in a weird order as well. Might be fun. Franchise has been dormant (laughs) since, uh, well, for for some time, over a decade now. Uh, And it has something of a cult audience. Mm. And it remains unlikely that it will be revived anytime soon, given the busyness of the publisher. Uh, The third game in my series officially partnered with a magazine. Uh, So much so that the magazine's name found its way into the title. Uh... See, now, is that like as an official thing, or is that happenstance? Well, no, that's an official thing, surely. Well, I don't know. I was a successful series, with four main entries, and several re-editions of those entries, but I would not be the series that my developer would come to be known for. Clue number four, the studio that made my series could be described as heavenly, if you wanted to be fanciful, but they did change their name when they were acquired by someone else. I have also been to other cities, including Paris, Tokyo, Los Angeles, Detroit, Atlanta, and perhaps most notably, San Diego. And the last one, I was established as a kind of competition, which originally took place in New York and London, and the people that created me were inspired by a similar Japanese phenomenon. Oh, right. Hmm. Hmm. Japanese phenomenon. Oh, oh God! Oh, what is this? What is this? I cannot. I'm think. gonna have to let this one go. I think. Okay. Uh, I don't know enough about these this genre of game to 
Japanese phenomenon. Are you are you getting close to this, Matt? At all? I think I know what the Japanese phenomenon phenomenon is. Phenomen. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can team up. Um, no, <laughs> no. I, I mutually assure destruction always, Rich, because oh, you, because you. But no, uh, you have, no, no, no. The reason we can never team up is because you have more knowledge. So I will give you all the clues that you need, but I will never be able to get all the way. And then you um, get all the way, and then you get the point. Josh, and honestly, can, there's been too many controversies. No, 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 yeah, no. We're not yeah, asking. Right, yeah, we're yeah, not yeah, asking yeah, for yeah. anything extra. We're both going down. Okay, fine, Josh. I, I'm going to ask: Can you give any spice? Um, let me have a look and see if I got any spice for you. Bit all spice. Uh, bit of chili. <laughs> I would say that uh, people that cr- work, uh, the people that created me, were inspired by a similar Japanese mm. phenomenon, uh, which yeah. uh, actually affected the game's logo. And oh. I would uh, say that uh, one of the one of the cities that were included. Mm. Uh, I already said that it was uh, perhaps most notable, but I'll go through them. Uh, <coughs> pardon me. Paris, San Diego. Tokyo, Los Angeles, Detroit, Atlanta, and perhaps most notably, San Diego. San Diego, San Diego. Is the business organisation, is the boss fight in the game's title? Well, I can't give... That's is a that little... Too, that goes that a little spicy? beyond spice. Okay. Uh, that's fine. Can, I, can yeah, I, we're really struggling, mate. Well, we'll have to go through <laughs> it. We'll go through it. No, 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 because... I think. Yeah, well, that's no. fine. Draw. No. No, because I'm I feel not. Like I'm I, not convinced. I think. I, I think I know the game series, but I'm not convinced I know the thing. And then Rich will jump in and get it. So I'm being overly cautious here. But oh, I see. You're playing tactics, are you? <laughs> yeah. You disgrace. Right. Okay. The answer I, that I am looking okay. for this week, uh, people, if you want to claim it, is it Midnight Club? It's the, game? the Midnight Club from Midnight Club. Why the fuck didn't you say that, Matt? You silly boy. I don't know. I didn't know what the organisation was. Oh, Rockstar San Diego. It's the Midnight Club from Midnight Club. You you threw that away, mate. Oh yeah, that's you fine. Threw I, it I, away. I didn't know enough. I if I was scared I was gonna say the Midnight Club from Midnight Club, Josh would be like, no, and then you'd come in, Rich, being like, Oh, it's the underground blah 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 from Midnight yeah, Club. It's a solid like, tactic. I was solid I was tactic. um no, I wouldn't have known. I was I was nowhere uh, but near. But yes, as established as a kind of competition which originally took place in New York and London, those were the settings of the first game. The people that created me were inspired by a similar Japanese phenomenon, which translates as yeah, Midnight that's, that's, Club, yeah. and there is indeed kanji uh, on the box uh, above where it says Midnight Club. Also been to other cities, including Paris, Tokyo, Los Angeles, Detroit, and Atlanta, but perhaps most notably San Diego, because, 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 because... Studio Rockstar that made Sunday, my series could be described yeah. as heavenly. That's because they were formerly <clears throat> Angel Studios. Uh, they changed their name Didn't to Rockstar that. San Diego when they were acquired. Uh, I was a successful series with four main entries and several re-editions, uh, but I would not be the series that my developer would come to be known for. That indeed would be Red Dead Redemption, and there ain't no cars in that. Uh, the third game in my s- <laughs> yeah, there third is. game in my series yeah there is at the beginning of the first one they left one off mate. the boat the third game in my series officially <laughs> with a magazine so much so that the magazine's name found its way into the title for those that don't know Midnight Club 3 Dub Edition was a, an official partnership with Dub Magazine which is a magazine that looks at uh, doing uploads of cards tenuous uh, well it's the name of a magazine so uh Tenuous, and number six, mate, the franchise has been... What, what do you mean, tenuous? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I forgot about the dub edition, uh, so it's tenuous. Well, that wasn't... Yeah, I should say as well, there was no game that was called Midnight Club 3, and then another 
version that was called Dub Like it was only mm. called Midnight Club Three Dub Edition. That's what I meant. When, yeah. No, uh, no, number yeah. six. Yeah. Franchise has been dormant since two thousand and nine. It has something of a cult audience, but it remains unlikely that it will be revolved anytime soon because of how busy. Uh, Rockstar is not busy in terms of number of projects. Midnight Club LA. 2009. Yeah, and LA Remix as well. Um, Mm. It was an interesting version of Los Mm. Angeles that came out before Los Santos came out. And it's kind of cool because it was like not fictionalized. It's like Rockstar doing actual cities, which is sort of interesting. Anyway, yes, that'll go down as a nil-nil draw, but well done. Uh, You were both sniffing around the right thing. It's about that time uh, to hear from our (laughs) listeners. (laughs) When you tie your shoes and you do the bit where you make the loop goes round, yeah. rather than tying double knots on your shoes, just go round twice. Because they never, ever, ever come undone, and you can then undo them. Just pull, pull, pull at the end of the day. Never, ever, 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 ever come undone. Questions, theories, comments, queries, you send them in and we will talk about them if they're good that's not a guarantee send yeah. us any old shite and we'll bin it no we'll bin it that's um, not say all of the stuff we don't read out is shite no, just no, some absolutely. of the stuff we just we just you know don't yeah. go around to it or it's fine now yeah not interested yeah. um this one from paul uh do you guys have other things that you do while playing games i like listening to podcasts and also to music while i play but i wondered if this was a faux pas or if you chaps thought that it would be some kind of blasphemy um, if I'm playing a racing game, nine times out of ten, I'll stick on a podcast because the soundtrack loops, doesn't it? And it's like, yeah, I've heard all this, and mm. yeah, mm. no, I don't think it's blasphemy at all. Do mm. what you want? Yeah, I think um, <clears throat> I don't really listen to to podcasts, so I, I guess I guess it'd be like music. <laughs> That's something. good, isn't it? As a presenter of a podcast, I don't listen to podcasts. I do think I am. <laughs> it's kind of a blind spot. I've listened a bit to a couple. Um, oh. I just sort of had a little, uh, you know, I had a kind of dabble, ironically, like sort of after I started doing this one, I was like, maybe podcasts are all right. Um, Do you not listen back to this and laugh at your own jokes? No, I couldn't imagine Go, anything God, worse. I'm brilliant. No. God, I'm so good. <laughs> listen to that bit there where I said that like that. That was great. <laughs> no, no, absolutely no, no. not. No, I, I, that'd be ghastly. I hate the sound of my own voice. Um, oh, don't be silly. Although, actually, you have a lovely voice. You I sound will like Barry say, White. I- <laughs> Yeah, cheers. Uh, my, uh, I got a flatmate. She's a what I'd call an absolute maniac and a, and a gremlin mm. as well. <laughs> and um, she will. Would she agree with you? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, she knows yeah, she yeah, is. Okay. She knows she is. Yeah. Came down the uh, the other day, yesterday, into mm-hmm. the living room. She started um, God of War Ragnarok. Nice. And uh, but I came in, and she got the volume like pretty much all the way down, like it's slightly on. And mm. uh, sort of sat on the sofa like a little gargoyle. Yeah. And she just got her headphones in. No. Yeah. And no. I'm going, what are you listening to? And it, and it was a podcast about trees or something. No. Or sheep. No, see, like that, that that's a faux pas. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a story to that game. Yeah. And it's got an awesome soundtrack <laughs> and voice acting and everything. Yeah. What are you doing? It's mad, isn't it? But, and she was like, oh, I will take the headphones if it's like a big cutscene, but all, basically most of the regular interactions that you get during play I mean, she has the subtitles on or well, i think they're just on by default right. but mm. but yeah she, she, <laughs> no i don't approve of that at no all. that just makes me laugh i mean she just i guess but yeah i mean if, if if ever there was a game where that would be a faux pas it would probably be yeah. that one um, yeah there's the answer to your question that, there's your answer in that context Ball, that is a faux pas yeah exactly um mm. she knows what she's doing 
this one from uh, Ross McMahon. Uh, the new God of War is by all reports really good. And so that mm. got me thinking, uh, when's mm. the last time we had an absolute stinker? Uh, oh, <laughs> as a direct sequel. Episode. <laughs> oh, as a direct sequel. Oh. Um, not just something that isn't as good as as, as, as what came before, uh, but, but, but something truly bad. Well, yeah, I mean, rewind. Mm. Have mm. a little listen to uh, what we've been playing. Yeah, I mean, that... That yeah, that would be one, wouldn't it? Gun, gun, mm. gun, grave. Although, mm. but we can't really commit to that though because we don't know. Like the originals might be exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. to be fair, we don't actually know if if that is like a bad one. It. I was gonna pay seventeen quid for the first game for research, and then I thought, do you know what? No. And then I started actually <laughs> playing it after, and I was like, God, I'm glad I didn't do that. <laughs> I dodged a bullet there. <laughs> um, now, Dino Crisis 3... Oh, God, yeah. ...is awful. I mean, yeah. awful. But, to be fair... Uh, oh, no, he doesn't actually say second game. He just said, when was the last time Follow we had up. an absolute stinker as a mm. direct sequel? So that, that doesn't mm. have to mean the second game in the series, no. does it? No. Um, so yeah, I, I I definitely say that. Um, I think how do how do mm. you how do you go from Dino Crisis two to three like that? I don't really understand what the logic. I, 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 yeah, well, was there. a very ve- well sort of no involvement with Shinji Mikami and a weird ah, thing with like because it had like Xbox exclusive. It had like a whole mm. new team and so a little weird direction Bizarre. behind it. But this um, was the thing when I was playing Gungrave as well. I was going, how did this get through playtesting? What I don't understand, like, what were the playtesters saying? What were they mm. feeding back to the team? This is brilliant. Oh, I love the bit where you, there's tiny little platforms and you've got this rubbish <laughs> jump. I love that. I don't. What's the playtesting process there? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love the bit where you fall off the roof of the train after restart. That's wicked. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think also um, one that a lot of people would say in terms of like not being as good but actually just being like truly bad uh, I would say a lot of people would say Devil May Cry 2 oh yeah that's, that's, like that's a good show kind of famously fucked it I mean yeah that one shit the bed I, didn't I it? do like that game is not as bad as people uh, uh, like make out and like think mm. uh, it, it, it's actually just quite an interesting thing and I, I remember saying I spoke to um Hideaki Itsuno about Devil May Cry 2 and, mm-hmm. and he was like that game's got a really special place in my heart because I, I basically tried to it was when Devil May Cry 5 came out you tried we, to make him cry I tried to make him <laughs> I, I asked a classic thing where you go what's your favourite and obviously mm. they've just been coached by PR and they just go my favourite is Devil May Cry 5 <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is that's funny what we're and then I went yeah, yeah but if you couldn't say that though, and then and then we were sort of going through them, and he was like, "Yeah, there's, a, there's apparently like a load of fans always reach out to Itsuno about their love of Devil May Cry 2 and how it's like misunderstood, and it's kind of an interesting." Mm. He was sort of, I wanted to do some different stuff with that, and then I I didn't get it out. He alluded to the, he didn't say as much, but mm. the answer was quite clearly Devil May Cry 3. I can't remember exactly his wording, but I was like, "What about Devil May Cry 3?" And he. He, I think he, he, I was like, what did you have the most fun doing or something? And he either alluded mm. to 
three and five. He said, if it's not five, then maybe three. I think he said. But anyway, um, right. Obviously, yeah. Duke, Duke Nukem Forever would would would, would, oh, would yeah, be one. Yeah. I mean, that was just that was awful. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. There, there are um, there are examples. There are examples. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's a phenomenon. Um, yeah. Anyway, this one from uh, Joseph Murphy. Have you ever gotten really into a genre that you don't normally like? It dawned on me while organising my collection recently that I own one solitary RTS game, Command and Conquer, <laughs> on N64, of all things. I played the hell out of this as a teen, but have never played another game in this genre since. I would say, because of this week, Marvel's mm-hmm. Midnight Sun, tactical oh, RPG, there you go. man. There you go. I'm all uh, over it. I mean that that command and conquer he's got is one more RTS than I have. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. RTS would be that would that's your thing, isn't it? Like you've said that can't before. Like, that's that the genre. one genre that you yeah. can't. And like do you say like four X like strategy? You just can't. can't yeah, get that kind of thing. Uh, well, anything that's turn based mm. strategy, I just find it boring. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, if I see like a, a grid or a hex based grid or anything <laughs> like that, I'm just like, nah. Unless. Little, Little fellas battering each other on a big map. Unless it's John Wick Hex, in which case I would be interested because I love that game. No, see, even that I didn't enjoy. Oh, I really love that. Anyway, Michael says, thoughts on the random feeling I have that the uh, Jeff of the Year Awards will see the return of Bioshock. That's an interesting one. Um... I mean, we know that their work... That, I can't remember the name of that studio. No, so. I think it's too soon. Cloud Factory or something? Cloud Chamber Games, I think. Yeah, that's the one. Um, they yeah, they have said... Factory, yeah, yeah. And don't we also know that it's going to be set in the Arctic as well? Like, there is... Or if is not, that tr- like that's what the rumours are saying, isn't it? Yeah, it was a report from someone, an anonymous source in the studio. There's certainly rumbling. Mm. Well, look, we, I mean, we know it's happening. Uh, at the very yeah. least, we know they're doing it. We don't know what it's going to look like. I mean, and, and also, I don't know how long... They must have been working on it for a few years right because ken levine's guys at ghost ship games or whatever they, they, they've been doing their own thing for like four years five years now so yeah uh, ir- not irrational but go- cloud chamber game they must be um it would I don't be a genuine th- sort of um rug pull if that did if they did the that end. at the game awards it would be let's just say hypothetically they said at the game mm. awards it's unveiled have a logo have a 30 second teaser where you get no if they did that I would say that that would be the biggest thing in terms of announcements yeah. in Game Awards history. I mean, um, yeah. it doesn't have a very long history, so it's not really saying that much. Mm. It's only been doing what it's doing. But since hold like, on, to, you know, don't forget that one where they revealed Fast and Furious Crossroads again. <laughs> so that that's the bar. They've got to beat that. <laughs> They've got to clear that. Yeah, I would say yeah. unlikely, uh, yet yeah, Michael, but you know... I, if that happened, that'd be huge, but I don't know. I'm, mm. I'm not convinced. Um, <clears throat> this one from Lawrence Wells. I got Ragnarok at the weekend and installed it, but I haven't played it yet because I can't stop playing Vampire Survivors. Has there ever been a game you've been looking forward to but have taken days to start playing because something else has got in the way? Yeah. Yeah, Vampire Survivors yeah, has va- yeah, <laughs> taken yeah. over my life. Now, yeah, I talked about this last week, and uh, Rich, you did then play it. You did then get hooked. I got some frantic oh, texts from you. Oh, God. Yeah. It's just sublime. It's I unreal, it. isn't it? it yeah. It's a it's tasty amazing. video game. And that mm-hmm. game stopped me doing all sorts of stuff. Now, it wasn't quite the same situation um, that, that, that Lawrence was in. I, I hadn't like bought a brand new game, and it, but I had mm. other games for review or various purposes that I thought I should really crack on with so-and-so. Um, but every time I turned the Steam Deck on, it was like, 
just a quick vampire survivors yeah cheers um and that'll be the it's end of it perfect that's the problem with it is that it's easy to fire it up real quick and mm-hmm. just jump in straight away. Yeah. Because you're just like, oh, I'll just put it on for a bit. But there's no such thing as like a 10-minute Vampire Survivors <laughs> session. No. It stretches out to hours and then your pro- yeah. productivity goes down the toilet. You get nothing done. And personally, I quite yeah. like the idea that the maximum it can be is half an hour for that particular run. There's like a safety in that. But then there's the compulsive thing where you oh, like, yeah, just I mean, one like, more run. It, it, I'll it's just like, go again. Yeah, no, for okay, sure. The old garlic fella. Oh, yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's my favourite one, Poe. What's his brilliant. name again? Poe. Yeah, yeah. Poe Rapture. <laughs> I've got a run, actually, uh, uh, that I've suspended right now with him. It's the great lie that everyone tells themselves about TV shows. If you're faced with watching a film or a TV show, your brain goes, oh, well, an episode of the TV show is far less of a time commitment than a film, mm, so I'll do yeah. that. Yeah, but exactly. have you factored into the fact that you'll definitely be watching three episodes of that TV show? Mm-hmm. And in, in yeah. the end, it's actually longer than the movie. But that's deadly that vampires survivors does that it's like at the 30 minute mark death will come and end your run so you know but yeah such a good game is mental it's yeah it's brilliant um brilliant yeah yeah this from uh, patrick rose also the cards by the way in uh, vampire survivors just a whole new thing like the deck building thing unbelievable huh? what's that have you not had the the like the cut like, you 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 you've, you've oh the collection all the yeah, you have like a like a They're different not cards hands of cards. Yeah. Really? Yeah, you, you collect all the cards and they have lots of different stuff and you can play them in, in battle and stuff. You build At the whole At what point does that unlock? I don't think I've got that far. After a bit about ten hours or so? Uh, well, I'm at the dairy plant and I'm trying to get to level sixty to get the final <laughs> level unlocked. Oh, that's not too far in, to be fair. Yeah, like the cards really? are quite Yeah. Bloody hell. You've not found any loads. No, no. Well, the cards are huh. kind of a big... They, they just add a really interesting layer of strategy because they've got all these nutty effects that come into play. Like, oh, the ground me. that you walk on becomes, mm. like, it hurts enemies. So, like, where you've been creates these fucking oh, gnarly, wow. like, pentagrams on the ground and it just starts hurting them and stuff. Nuts. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, wow. uh, this from Patrick Rose. Would you rather remove crumpets from existence or lose two chocolate mm. bars that you love at random you can't even choose the chocolate bars like Russian roulette with chocolate bars oh well I'd have to get rid of crumpets because my chocolate choices are severely limited now <laughs> so crumpets are gone can I still have pikelets well let's just say also there's a whole load of probably lovely vegan stuff that's out there waiting for you to try right I mean you're very good at trying vegan stuff but you can't have tried everything in the world all the chocolate bars mm. I think I've tried most of them the vegan ones yeah. But you only Plus live in England. Buy-in. There'll be loads. Oh, right, all over the world. Well, yeah, man. maybe. I don't know. Plus, they might invent a new one next year. I don't know. What if True. what if you were answering the question, but it was old school chocolate bars? That, that, like, let's say you weren't a vegan, or you had to, or someone asked you oh, the question well, like five well, years ago. Right. Um, I, I think I'd still ditch the crumpets. Yeah, I think I would too. I mean, I love yeah. crumpets, but. Because I can't imagine not having. You know, Snickers. I was just then. about to say a Snickers. Imagine uh, if the roulette thing just landed on. would be it would be Snickers going yeah, for the yeah. chop. Unreal. Instantly, I would kill for a fucking vegan Snickers. Why hasn't that happened? Mm, mm. Why yeah, hasn't that email happened? Email and let Rich know why that hasn't happened. Um, yeah, if you're <clears> from the Mars <throat> company, pull your fucking finger out. This one. <laughs> this one from. Uh, <laughs> this one. 
this one from actually this is this is uh this is related actually i'm gonna uh, i'm loving this sort of mm. thematic relevance uh if you could bring this one from um well the twitter handle just says valley ant oh like valiant yeah. but yeah uh, so okay. i see what they but doing. an ant from the valley a little ant and their their little picture of an in ant a valley they got, yeah in a, in a valley and they said if you could bring back one chocolate bar slash product uh, what would it be? Personally, I would bring back the Fuse bar. I'm still <laughs> devastated that Cadbury ditched it. Uh, and then he says, game-related, what's your favourite piece of video game music? I love Ezio's family theme from Assassin's Creed 2. And then they close by saying, your podcast is the only podcast I regularly listen to, uh, and it's helped me smile through some dark times. Thank you both and all the team. Well, thank really you, nice. Valiant. Thank that's you lovely. for listening. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Um Bring back a bar, Rich. What you got? I didn't know the fuse had gone. Oh, it's that's devastating, a shocker. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a shocker. I did know um, that, but only because I, I was talking about this recently. If I, I sure think it's I too similar to the picnic, maybe. Oh, that's a good point. That is a good mm. point. Yeah, I'd love a picnic. Anyway, yeah, what would you bring back from the depths? Um, vice versa. <laughs> the vice versa would be good. I, I've always been partial to bringing back the secret. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah because that was on, mad. Yeah. That was a nutty thing. I mean, not literally. Yeah, not literally. No, of didn't course. have nuts no. in it. No, no, no. But no, it, no, wasn't no. it like um, was it whipped sort of praline or something? It, yeah, it was. I it? think it was praline. Or was it nougat? No, it's yeah. Oh, it, was, it, was, it was praline. Yeah. Yeah. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it really, really it was, always, was. It was yeah. always smashed up in as well because it's so <laughs> delicate. It had, had like a card sort of tray inside it, didn't it? Like yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I just I'd want to try one more of them. Mm. So I guess mm. I'd bring back the secrets. Is that I, a boring I, answer? I know this is boring, and this is like the trad mm. answer that a lot of people... And it's kind of cheating, because like, technically they still exist. But I, I wish I could bring back what Lion Bar once was. Right. Because it's just not... Well, pun intended. It's a different animal. You know, you buy well, a lion small, bar now. It? It's little. Well, it's little, but it's also they thin. changed they changed the recipe in like it's an anemic lion. It's a, <laughs> it's a shit lion. They've been feeding <laughs> it tofu, and it's all yeah. It's oh, like, what's wrong with that? It's uh, it's a Simpsons gag. Um, oh, okay. It's uh, yeah. I can't remember when they changed the recipe, but lion bars in 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 mm. years ago were absolute filth, and I remember having yeah, one a few amazing, years yeah. ago, and it was just like, what the hell is this? So if I could, what have they back. done? Look what they've done to my boy! Done to my boy! That's what you were like with the lion bar. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. And last but not least, another one from Michael. He says, Ooh, um, "Hold on, before you do that, oh what yeah, about the oh, sorry. crisp. Is that they, not a good substitute for the lion? A toffee crisp." Toffee crisps are bloody good. No, they're good, but it's no substitute for. Well, it's just quite different in its texture and its density. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and they don't. I have guess to. so. It's not as lumpily bumpily, is it? Lumpily bumpily. Yeah. Mm. And then he says, yeah, "Game related. Point. What's your favourite piece of video game music?" Uh, I love Ezio's family theme room. That's interesting. I'm going to exclude licensed music, of course, because that's cheating. Um, you know, like 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 GTA soundtracks yeah. and that. But yeah, no, in terms yeah. of a score. That's tough. I mean, obviously, Snake Eater leaps to mind. Yeah. I don't know if it's my favourite piece. I also just love the main jazz suite that happens on the menu of L.A. Noir. That's fantastic, that. Mm. Um, Actually, L.A. Noir's soundtrack is cracking. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just great. Clackering. Like, all mm, around. It's really yeah. good. Um, <clears throat> um, I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. 
also, just recently, the theme in the opening stage of Vampire Survivors is unreal. I was humming yeah. that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I still it's in my head right now because we've been talking about Vampire Survivors. It's looping as I talk. Yeah, in my yeah. brain. Oh, and I also love Tangerine Dreams. Just the entire suite that they made for GTA Five. That was that was really really special. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, video game music, man. There's 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 a whole lot of really good stuff out there. I was saying this to a friend the other day though, like. The stuff that, that tends to find its way onto awards, um, a lot of the time, that stuff is very much what I oh. would just... What, what? Sorry, it's just dawned on me. Streets Rage 2 soundtrack. Oh, yeah. That's the one. That would be the yeah, one. Yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if this is fair, right? <clears throat> but I was listening to um, Dave Grusin's uh, fantastic soundtrack to the 1993 Tom Cruise vehicle, The Firm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Amazing soundtrack. Not so great film. That's a different conversation. Amazing soundtrack. And I was thinking to myself, mm. games don't have enough soundtracks like this. Like that right. lo- lovely instrumental jazzy, di- just totally... Whenever game soundtracks get praised, and this is a generalisation because there have yeah. been notable exceptions, <clears throat> I would describe uh, by far the most popular genre as goblin orchestral. That is the genre more than any other genre in video. And if it's not that, then it'll be sci-fi synth versions of that. Like like the Cyberpunk 2077 soundtrack was a cracker. I will say that If Dan's listening to this, I know what he's going to say. So on behalf of Dan, and you'll appreciate this, (laughs) Mm. Persona 5. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He'll yeah. play that card. He'll See, say, that's different. Persona 5, it's jazzy. Yeah, jazzy, yeah, jazzy, A bit of jazzy. No I'm, no, I'm loving that. Yeah. I'm, all, I'm all there for that. And actually, I'm not slagging off Goblin Orchestral, because like, it has <laughs> turned up some really... I mean, God of War Ragnarok, the Bear McCreary mm. stuff, I'm sure that's been nominated. You know, obviously people have pointed to Skyrim and, 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 you know, Bethesda, they get those cracking orchestras going. And, like, even Zelda, which I which I love very much. In fact, actually, a good answer to, uh, to Valiant's question would be, uh, the theme from Skyward Sword, which is phenomenal, mm. and you play it backwards, and it's actually the Zelda theme. That Ko- Koji Kondo is a genius. But anyway, a lot of it's Goblin Orchestral. Give me the great jazz soundtracks of our time, the great, or even rock or something. You know, something a bit different. Mm. Anyway, mm. anyway, yeah. Uh, fair, last fair, fair. but not least, and this ties into our conclusion in a funny old way. This is from Michael. Yep. Um, will video gamer be joining Hive? Uh, just asking, because if Twitter goes down, I'll miss being able to send silly questions for the pod. Um, I've seen loads of people moving over to Mastodon, but Mastodon apparently is very complicated. The day before um, yesterday, I made a note of this, I yes. I went to bed and I mm. had never heard of Hive. And I and woke up in the morning everywhere. and there yeah. was like nine tweets in a row of people going, seems like Hive's the one. Like... It just comes. To hide, it's a bit I? like it. Like when do you remember when COVID happened, and and I didn't realise that when, when this had happened, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden Skype had simply been deleted from the public consciousness. Yeah. It's it weird, was just, isn't it? Zoom. All of a, just Zoom. But like yeah. people were saying, it was such certainty and confidence as if I was an insane idiot for not already knowing all about. So I was like, sorry, we all just on mass just decided that it's Zoom now. I'd never heard yeah. of it. Anyway, weird, isn't it? But yeah, yeah. So I guess we've all decided on mass that it's uh, hive. <laughs> that it's hive. Although I don't know mm. that we have because I've seen a number of people going. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait. It's still too early to to to. I have to, to admit, to jump, you know. I have um, deliberately been off Twitter for the last two days. Mm. And I feel much happier. <laughs> it is, I mean, I'm I, not reading stuff that's winding me up yeah. and annoying me. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, um, mm, 
So I don't know is the answer to that question, Michael. I can't really be bothered doing it all again. Uh, um, but, but you know, plus if Twitter suddenly dies or goes down or so, like it's it's possible. I mean, in the meantime, you know, keep chipping us your questions this way, or just email me if you you know want to send questions yeah. in. But we're not. But yeah. we're no longer. Who knows if, if maybe I'll open a Hive account and I'll uh, I'll share my uh, Hive details. The video game a Hive Mind. Sure. Um, anyway, that that'll that'll just about do us. Don't go on Snapchat. Don't go on Instagram. Who knows if you should go on Twitter? But if you well, were to go on Twitter, you shouldn't. But <laughs> at Richie W eight two at Joshy Wise mm-hmm. at VideoGamer.com with the questions, theories, comments, queries. Email uh, podcast at VideoGamer.com uh, with your with your with your rambles and your questions and your uh, your theses, not theses, theses. Like like a thesis, mm-hmm. but plural. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. on yeah. on video games, various video games. Um, yeah. thanks to uh, Adam Cook, Andy B, and Colin Mahern for the music for the memories. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, what else is there? What else is there? Uh, I think so that's you got everything. It, you? Chip on over to uh, videogamer.com for your you know to yeah. fulfil your gaming needs. We'll talk to you next week. Uh, yeah. In the meantime, chill out. It's goodbye from me. Goodbye, and it's goodbye from Rich. Goodbye.